0: You are listening to the Saifedele Podcast, episode 166. The doctor must die, Will Robinson. Saifedele Podcast contains adult language, mature themes, dirty jokes, general fun. Like all things fun, keep it away from your kids.
1: I always thought that the knock-knock jokes were the best way to teach children that jokes are about timing. <laughs> <laughs> this joke doesn't work if you just say it. <laughs> um, Speaking of timing, you know what else works on timing? Welcome to the Sci-Fidelity Podcast. <laughs> this is Michael. This is Patrick.
2: This is Brian. And this is Steve. I don't know where our timing is exactly, not exactly, but approximately we're all together again with you to talk about some quality geekery entertainment, and we're glad to see you here. Welcome.
1: I'm glad to have you in my, I say house, by house I mean this podcast, <laughs> and I would like in to my serve house. you hors d'oeuvres. And that hors d'oeuvres is angry opinions about sci-fi.
2: <laughs> it tends to be angry. You know, I've noticed we either uh, it's either a lot of love or a lot of hate. There's very, there's very little middle ground. Well,
3: sometimes we have part of the group issuing a lot of hate because somebody else has a lot of love. I, I've been on the receiving end of that a few times, As and the delivery up, end.
1: You, you've almost. <laughs> Solely been on the receiving end of that. I've actually tried to. The only thing that I can think of is the fact that I don't hate Batman vs Superman, but typically speaking, wow. we created a whole subgenre of shows for Brian's stupidity. <laughs> but there have been wow. times when I have
3: hated on Voyager. Will you guys have loved like... on it, or uh, so? Uh, I kind like of being I'm taunted right now. We loved on it. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it uh, but but I, I think in the majority of the case I seem to be the one who's who,
2: who's uh yeah. Am I the only one that hasn't received their share of this? Is that what we're saying?
0: Well it's because you don't love things,
1: Steve. Um, yeah,
2: oh, yeah. I I'm the greatest <laughs> too you, small.
1: I've definitely seen you hate on something to a worrying degree. I'm looking yeah. at yeah. you, Duke Nuka. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's a throwback to the pack. Um, I'm never going to live that down, is it? No, no, not when you rant like a crazy person. It's, uh,
0: hey, so that brings up the point then. So today we're talking about Netflix's Lost in Space. Yes, so we are. The question yes. is, is, does anybody absolutely love it or does anybody absolutely hate it? I absolutely well,
3: love does it. Anybody, does anybody I, hate
0: it?
2: I'm curious. No. No, I don't hate it. I, I
1: don't hate
0: it. Hate it. I was annoyed by it for a while. I was going to
1: say, I, I didn't hate it, but I will acknowledge that, in my opinion, season two is a far superior animal than season one, in my All opinion. right, I
2: got to go, because otherwise I'm just going to attack Michael <laughs> and establish that's a pattern with me. And uh, so I'm trying to be a better person. So you you disagree on that? Until next time, I'm Steve.
0: (laughs) But don't you understand? That's what the children want. That's why they've come to the show. Too
2: much candy is bad for children, I've learned.
1: All right, well, that's interesting. All right. All right. So so you disagree on this? Well, this seems interesting.
0: Here, let me pull up my bowl of popcorn and go, Steve. No, no,
2: no. Look, I.
1: I don't feel so much like, strongly on of, it.
2: I'm going to make a lot of unsupported character judgments about Michael <laughs> based solely on that one statement about him thinking season two was superior to season one. And then I'll forget all about it and he'll have hurt feelings and I'll <laughs> pretend like it didn't happen. Because <laughs> that's how I do so welcome, it makes you feel welcome any better. to a
1: nerd conversation in 2020. Right. <laughs> if it makes you
0: feel any better, Steve, I also feel that way. So, if you would like to direct your hatred at me, son of
2: a bitch, so only
0: a little bit falls onto Michael so his butt hurt mm-hmm. doesn't become strong, then I was we can do it. I'm seriously way
3: amazed with both, but I did think that season two might have been a little more rock'em sock'em. So,
1: <laughs> I think that was kind if, of. Yeah.
3: If I had to express a preference, if you stuck a gun to me and said, which is your favorite season, I would probably
1: go with two. I will say this though, Steve, I don't feel so strongly on this that I'm like, oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. I am actually curious though. I'm curious. I actually just want to know what your opinion is on that because I don't, I don't, I don't love season two, but I, I, in my opinion, I just had more fun watching that season. I'm curious to know why you thought season one was better. I don't hate season one. I'm just curious.
2: So in my mind I the two seasons are not really are not really connected the way I'd hoped they're very different true and for each season there are things that I really like and things that I really don't and Dr. Smith is in the category of can't fucking stand ya in both cases (laughs) Gotcha. All right. And it's not, I like, I get the fact that you're not really supposed to like Dr. Smith. You're not you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be your favorite character. But I fucking hate that bitch. <laughs> I hate Dr. Smith.
1: But I don't is that a see testament what happens. to the skill with
2: which she is created? If she got set on fire and we just listened to 22 minutes of her <laughs> screaming to death, i'd be really (laughs) happy about that a little far
3: but i i think you're supposed to hate her i i i enjoy hating dr smith you feel the the same way about dr smith
2: that's really good writing they did their job in creating a character you hate good job and on the other hand why do you want me to suffer you motherfuckers (laughs) I feel that Steve
1: feels the same way about Dr. Smith that Patrick feels about Gaius Baltar. <laughs> <laughs> they are cut from the same
3: cloth. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, I, I would love to aspect. see them in a room together, you know.
1: <laughs> I have oh, to say, God. I actually now I admit that I think Gaius Baltar is a better character than Dr. Smith, well, this version of Dr. Smith anyway. I uh but I will say I actually find those kinds of characters interesting, but that's because I like I like watching shows about people that I would never actually want to be physically around. Yeah. <laughs> so I find characters, I like crime stories. I don't yeah. want to hang out with criminals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, you find that interesting. You know, Michael also likes to like nail nails into his penis. So this is the same thing. There's no reason to inflict pain on yourself for any sort of pleasure. You can have pleasure without it, Mike. That's okay, right? We can have you talk to someone. I mean, I don't mean to kink shame, but I'm judging the shit out of you right now. So I
1: I thought Dr. Smith, admittedly, actually one of the least interesting characters on the show. So I will acknowledge on that front. But I didn't hate her.
2: I thought she was interesting. She was easily the least interesting character, though. Let her get what she wants. Let her escape and run away with the ship and just fucking float off into space. That's what <laughs> she wants? Good. Fucking piss off into the wind, bitch. <laughs> no one needs <laughs> <that> you. Need <laughs> I thought no guys, Walter was a much more- Why are they trying more... to the trap her anywhere? Who wow. gives wow. a shit?
0: Dr. Strap Smith is the new Chloe. Trap her ass to a fucking
2: oxygen bottle and th- kick her out the airlock. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Chloe. <laughs> I
1: haven't thought about that in forever. <laughs> Oh,
3: wow. You clearly do not think about Stargate Universe as often as I do. No. But, um, I
1: haven't thought about Stargate so, Universe pretty much at all since we stopped since we last discussed it on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I That's
2: think about that show where- at
3: least once a week, probably multiple times a week. So. I don't
2: understand what the rest of the cast's devotion to befriending or punishing Dr. Smith, what they get. For all of that. I think they just don't want to kill her. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause they're the their
1: they their only other option. Like most of the time, I feel like it's not that they like her. It's that They actively dismiss her. But I think most of the time, their only other option would be to actively kill her. And since they don't well, want to
2: do that. <laughs> the, on the one hand, they make her like some Lex Luthor genius hacker, miracle thief. That can just just about do anything, and motivated to cause fucking trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and to me, that's just about laziness in the writing. We <laughs> don't, we don't have any really good trouble for these people to encounter or problems to solve. So we have this person who is just fucking things well, up because they're an asshole to be
3: fair what you're asking for is let's do superman without lex Luthor. the dr no, smith is baked not. into the premise they're in a dangerous of-
2: place at a dangerous time and they've encountered aliens brian yeah. jesus fucking christ you can't think of another problem to solve than this bitch wants to be free no, it's the well, constraint. Yeah, I'm just of saying the show. she's the Jean the, the,
3: the this is lost in space. They they uh-huh. Dr. Smith is supposed to be this genius who fucks with them. That's
1: how the I, show works. I will say right. one thing, Steve, what Would've I find interesting. I will one thing that I find interesting is that I agree with you more though. I feel like that's more true in season 1 than it is in season 2. Yeah. I feel like in season one, yes, she's just she's just the cause of a lot of problems. In season two, I feel like she's she's there and she's problematic, but she's not the one causing the problems. She's just she's all prepared
2: to kill people. (laughs) Yeah, in season two,
0: yeah. So so I'll say uh, so. My thing for Doctor Smith, season one, she's there, and you know, you know. That this is just a fucking problem. You know that this is somebody left a cigarette burning on the couch. And it's only a matter of time for that catches that whole bitch on fire and everybody dies. And you're sitting there in this agonizing, drawn out thing. Because it's like, I can see it's a cigarette on the couch. Why can't they see it? Why don't they pick it up? Put it in an ashtray. It's annoying as fuck. Right? You know exactly what's going to happen. I felt like in season two with dr smith after you get you know back to the resolute then it's more of this i don't really know what they're going to do with her now because now she's not just the robinson's problem so Mm, yeah that 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 there's an air of unpredictability there which makes it not so obvious that there's a burning cigarette on the couch
3: yeah well i also thought in the first one the audience is pretty much the only people who know she's you know pure concentrated evil um in the second one Lots of people know that she's major trouble and and you know uh and therefore she has to work a lot more on her feet and come up with a lot more clever plans to get anywhere when there are people actively trying to shut her down, which I thought was made her much more interesting in the second season just because she she didn't have the benefit of everyone's intrinsic trust as a human being um well, hold to on. work with.
2: They offered her a lot more trust in season two than they did in season one she had jobs to do in season two yeah but then they countered that with all of the flashbacks because her fuckery wasn't enough for the storyline in the main cast Mm -hmm. they had to introduce some shit that had happened before just so we were all clear that this chick is bad news
1: well i will say that the show, especially in season two, definitely plays with something you see a lot in crime shows, which is you may know something, but can you prove something? Yeah, and I think that's the issue that they got into in season two. She covered her tracks to the point where you may know that I'm a bad person. You can even tell people that I'm a bad person, but if you can't prove it, you're just out here bad mouthing me. Well, right, but that's and,
0: yeah, that's poor. It's poorly written though, because like Steve said. She comes back and she like erases all these records. Like, did they just, do they not have passwords in the fucking future? Is it just like, oh yeah, let's delete this security cam footage and delete this. There are no backups. No, an, an no only, logs. Only one fucker on this entire ship has, has been made aware of the fact that Dr. Smith needs Straight to be up in the bridge. <laughs> Straight
1: up murdered
0: someone. Straight <laughs> up murdered someone and they can clone ids like you'd be like oh when dr smith comes back hey johnny jane bobby when you see this person throw that ass in jail and it's not just me so that you know if you do something to me she's just gonna walk free with a brand new life uh what the that yeah that was that was this whole shit
2: could have been solved with a wanted poster
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> up. Yeah. Seriously.
0: Like yeah. they had that technology, I'm pretty sure they could have sent like a text with a photo on it to everybody on the
1: ship. <laughs> quick, quick sidebar: Is it just me or uh, how is it I've never seen Parker Posey and Selma Blair play sisters before? Because I <laughs> totally fucking buy that. I was like, okay, you actually look like you're related. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's never happened before. It, it, it could be that that's happened and it's just in a movie that I've never seen, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, Holy shit, how wow! Anyway, sidebar over. I just, uh, interesting thing I thought I got about. Sidebar for you. Okay. What did you
2: think of the empathetic plot line for the alien race and how that unfolded to discover that the humans were abusing the alien physically? in order to use their technology to achieve uh ftl
1: i really liked it (laughs) what i liked it i liked it in the sense that i thought it was a subtle thing they did with the storyline with the horse and the fact that the robot had a problem with that Because that's effectively what they were doing in a much more violent and graphic way to the other robot. They were basically using it and they had like a a rain on it. And I thought that was a nice little subtle thing that they did. Because they didn't beat you across the face with that. But it was, they showed that the robot had a problem with that. And, um, but other than that... I don't know. It gets back to the theme you get in a lot of sci-fi stories. Something I know that Patrick is not a fan of, uh, is the why, why in all these stories do humans have to be the asshole?
2: (laughs) So, like, can we never get our
0: shit right? Like, ever? Is that just it? Like, is it just? Well, it can
2: never be a commentary about any other culture that we don't experience, right? It's going to only be commentary about our own.
0: Yeah. And no, e- I agree, you know, even in our thrust to start a new life, we're going to enslave some new species to get to make it happen. Yay. Yay, people. I, I,
3: but, I you know, it's, like it's, that's it's the we... same
2: thing as, you know, it's an act of desperation and 9-11 and uh, either you're with us or you're against us. And uh, let's let's all we, we did it because we had to and enjoy your freedom. So mm. we're all going to escape the danger by doing this terrible thing. And in the time of need, we can justify anything. Right. Right? Yep. So, and that's
1: the basic story. I will say this it gets to what you're looking for in the story. Cause a lot of times I think there's a lot of writers out there that feel, um, that. If you're writing a story, what's the point of writing a story if you're not commenting on the society that you're in? So for them, they have no interest in writing a story that's not commenting. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying I think that's why this keeps coming up over and over and over again. I also... I, I actually don't mind stories like that, but I am tired of every story being that. So, yeah. I do appreciate the occasional story that shows that humans don't become assholes. Well, that's
2: what gets um, funding, you know? Yeah. That's what gets money to get production. I
3: don't, I yeah, don't the, think... The story starts with them as assholes, and they seem to be working their way towards redemption. Possibly even Smith, but... Um,
2: uh, let's not go there, please. Yeah, I, uh, right. I, I don't know where we're actually going to end it, up. Well, just I, I, I can see where you might
1: there. be trying to go with that, Brian, but a lot of those people only seem to redeem themselves when they don't have a choice. <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah. yeah they were, were definitely uh, the, the 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 taskmaster of the previous robot, scarecrow, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um definitely had a moment where you know i could do things the way i have been doing them or i could try so- take a risk and try something new and i and eventually he decides he's going to take a risk and try the new thing but, but they showed uh, that that
1: guy had a bit of a soul to begin with like the guy who was blackmailing the mother yeah he did the right thing, but I'm like, he did the right thing. We're doing the wrong thing. Needlessly murdered a bunch of people for no reason. Yeah. That's what was like. Okay, fine. I'll do the right thing. Or the captain yeah. did the right thing when there was a mutiny. Control was completely taken away from her, and at this point, most of the work had already been done. So doing the right thing was just not being a dick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I also Don't thought that do the right thing yeah. when you're out of options otherwise.
3: Yeah. Right. I also thought that the the binds that they would put these characters in, where the Robinsons are always on the save everybody, never leave a man behind side, and there are points where you're like, are how are we always going to? How much risk are we going to endure to to never leave a man behind? And they
2: they stretch that to the do, point Brian. where
3: there are times where I'm like. <laughs> Ooh, those Robinsons, they they are really going for it, aren't they? I no hope one this tells works the out.
2: hero's story of the dudes they left behind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? But yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, that's the Captain America, that's the Superman story. It's yeah. the, we don't leave somebody behind, and I will yes. do whatever I have to do to make yeah. sure nobody dies. Yeah. <laughs> The, the point is, I can story, actually Brian.
0: see the point of view of the other people who are like,
3: you right, know, no.
1: we need to cut our losses.
0: <laughs> but I, I, get I can't. It. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's fine for the people that can cut their losses and there's no hardship. Let's just not ignore the 400 people that are still stuck on this shit-eating planet that you know corrodes metal <laughs> yeah. and is filled with little wannabe T Rexes and like <laughs> toxic fucking bison. No, fuck
1: them. Yeah, they can. They can all eat a bag of dicks. So, this is leave. So, so here's the question.
2: And the lightning had, storms. Had yeah. a
1: Robinson not been in that classroom, would they have bothered to save those people? That's Hell the question. no.
2: Because that's only not.
1: four people. So that's why I thought that it, that story was interesting. Because I kind of feel like even the Robinsons, if there hadn't been a Robinson in that room, I don't know that they would have tried to save those people.
2: They might have <laughs> tried. But would they have gone to the same effort? Yeah. Right. That's kind yeah. of what I'm getting
1: I don't know that I they would have the same effort.
2: Okay. If I don't their know. Daughter But it's a nice out to say that to, to yeah. put one on the planet or in the classroom. Well, right. but,
0: but the thing with the classroom though is one, they didn't try to save anybody. It was Don. Don did all of it, right? No. Fair enough. Everybody else was, was off doing some other shit. So, um, and that story is, hey, We have now become family and I'm going to put my neck on the line to save my Mm. family. So that's what that's what that was. I mean, let's be fair. They tried to get to them. It's just on the way in there. They're like, oh, yeah, that's 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 a whole pile of nope there. We can't even that's going to kill all of us. So sorry, like we tried, like we tried to get there is not going to happen. So all
2: your all your stuff has got that uh, space herpes with yeah. all the metal corroding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna have to stay you, down you there till it gets cleaned up. You ever see that? You whole, got the space COVID.
0: <laughs> that old space Transformers COVID. episode with cosmic rust. That's pretty much what we had. There. Yeah, that's pretty much.
2: <laughs> I uh, yeah. I
1: thought though I thought it was cool when that little space that little ship hunk came back into the story in the <laughs> last episode. I was like, okay, that was well played. <laughs> like, I will say, hands down, I loved that season finale. The season finale for season two was fucking fantastic. Yeah. That was easily my favorite episode.
2: <laughs> I like the fact that we got different kinds of the aliens. Different, yes. A variety of the aliens. They have different personalities and different functions. We knew pretty well what their motivations were and we understood them rather than just some mystery machine that's got amnesia mm. and doesn't talk and is some, you know, a mummy, basically.
1: Only says Will Robinson and three other words. Yes. <laughs> it's got to get a vocabulary. That's really
0: getting old. Um yeah, I'm really annoyed with that. Like I think like eight
1: different episodes ends with the robot saying something will Robinson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, well, to Bill be Robinson. fair, that is again harkening
3: back to the original CBS series, but No, no, uh, no. That robot talked a whole lot. Yeah, I used no, to no, love that No, no, but the point show. is ending the series with something. Something. Will Robinson. It, it the robot interacted with the kid a lot in the original series. That was that was kind of the, the that duo was something they've recreated. Um, admittedly, the robot
1: was originally the an Earth robot, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like
2: it's. I thought it was, was interesting to...
1: making the robot an alien. Was that? Yeah. I thought it was just an interesting twist to make the robot an alien. Yeah. yeah. I, I, See, I definitely yeah, I'm fine like that. with
2: that actually I, I didn't mind that at all
0: yeah but so it changes the dynamic right because it does now you have because it's you, you know we call it the robot but it's sentient right so hmm. it's yeah it's really kind of a dick move to just kind of dismiss it as calling it the robot. So it has its own feelings and its own agenda and its own whatever, whereas the original robot, its function was to preserve the Robinsons. That's what it's there for. So, you know, you will never going to have this thing where the robot just says, no, fuck you. I'm not going to help you. Let Don die in this fucking thing. I got to go and help my buddy. No, that's not. The toaster (laughs) is sick. I got to go save it. It, That's never going to happen. Yeah,
1: Yeah, It definitely goes from treating the robot as a tool to it being a person. Yeah.
2: It would really help things if we could understand better what its emotions and feelings and such were besides Mm. the color of its face. But it doesn't communicate very well, which is sort of a pain in the ass.
0: No, I think that's, I think it only has, it has nice and it
2: has kill all humans. That's, that's its only two emotions. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And then when it gets connected back to the hive mind, it's like, oh, yeah, you fuckers need to die. Well,
1: I got to say, for me, I think I could see where that would be irritating, but for me, I actually, that's one of the things I like about the show. I like the fact that they ran across something alien and it is hard to understand. Yeah. Because I feel like that is, I'm not saying I need my sci-fi to be realistic, but I find it interesting when you do incorporate something like I met an alien life form and I don't immediately know how to communicate with it. I actually think that's cool.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think the other aliens of that species did a real good fucking job about communicating what they wanted. Well, yes,
1: because what they the wanted. The one they were well, kicking what? the shit
2: out of. You only
1: see those aliens a couple of times, and they're being pretty aggressive.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, they're playing
0: to the win there, Michael. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's right. It's called We Got 1,500 of These Things, and we're coming to kick your ass. One ass. Well, real quick, because
1: I was actually also going to bring up something else. (laughs) Go ahead. You, you go
3: ahead. One of the things I loved about this series is that I'd the show I wanted for Star Trek Enterprise was a show about how dangerous space is and how dangerous alien planets are and how much and how without all the super tech of Star Trek because they haven't invented it yet they're going to have to work their asses off just to stay alive on these adventures and Lost in Space gave me that series that I would always wanted Enterprise to be I really like all this the Martian kind of oh my god space is going to kill us and every Week there's all these new ways that space is going to kill us, and how yes. do we think our way out of it? And I love the hell out of that. I, I find I it I interesting love that, that, that you're going to
0: you're going to put that baggage on Enterprise when you know the Vulcans were still there. It's not like they're going to random planets with you know murder mosquitoes that they would not know about. Since,
1: uh, I yes, I Enterprise will say this was
0: not trying to be that show. They were not
3: trying to be the show that I wanted from a prequel to the original. To
1: series. be fair, I had a similar thought that Brian did to the point where the reason why I only saw originally up to the second episode is the second they had a translator in the second episode, I was out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not interested in the show because that. You have a way to make this a different show and not just another Star Trek that I've seen before. And you're already clearly showing that you have no interest in that. Yes. You just, you basically just wanted to put a new font on a, on the same show. Well, and, and that's why I was I, like, I'm not interested in this. Ma- Michael, <laughs> I
0: think you jumped out a little soon because there are several episodes <laughs> where it's like, um, I don't know this fucking language. So we're just going to have to muddle through this for like a good. 36 hours while we try to figure out how to tell them not to blow us the fuck up.
1: Fair enough. And I definitely don't want to make this episode a referendum on Enterprise. But <laughs> too late. Uh,
3: no <laughs> Well, I mean, Enterprise was trying to be a dangerous. different show than this. It was it was not the show I wanted. Not the prequel I wanted. Yeah. So but they weren't trying to make the prequel I wanted. It's not the Which did. is a fair statement to yeah. say. Yeah. The it's, fact
2: it, that space is dangerous is great. I really enjoyed that. The fact that the robot is an alien, I didn't mind that at all, but it highlights the fact that you can change things. Like, say, Dr. Smith is not a giant dick bag. That would have been a great change to make. Now, <laughs> she can be against you and opposing you without fucking everything up at every opportunity. <laughs> well, but Oh, she- I'm going to hide this shank, and the first chance I get, I'm going to stab this motherfucker in the neck. Okay.
0: But to be fair, at the tail end of season two, that's what they were trying to get at, which is, hey, look, I know I have some tendencies to lie and connive and basically just look out for myself, but not necessarily going to use that against you guys. We can team up. We can be together. And then they had, you know, that little flashback about... So the last person that she killed and, uh, you know, that kind of fucked that up a little bit. And so now where, you know, the Robinsons were like, well, maybe we can look past all of this. I know I should have murdered you when we landed on that planet to begin with. But since I didn't, maybe we can move forward. And now they're like, oh, no, sorry, you got me. You can go fuck yourself. Don't talk to me anymore.
1: So I will say yeah, I will say the episode where the dad works with Dr. Smith to get her into the higher echelon, I thought that was actually really well done. Yeah. Um it kind of bit into the ass a little her. bit later. I no, I agree yeah, with I you. You shouldn't trust her but I thought it was well writing in that sense that in this particular case, the fact that she's untrustworthy was an advantage. And I thought that was cool. <laughs> I, I like that they weren't getting yeah, duped by her. They got a
2: thief her. in the party. I get it. But she is chaotic evil. Yes. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. 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 I know. I, I don't disagree. How do you feel about the, uh, the, 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 because I don't, I'm pretty sure that, 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 Ending they implied in that last episode is not true, but I don't know. I thought the whole family thing was a bit forced, in my opinion. I mean, I I like characters to grow, but I felt like I I didn't see her grow.
2: (laughs) It's going to, I mean, I understand it's like meant to be their big Mm -hmm. sting at the end. I kind of don't care because I'm in it for the space drama, not the interpersonal drama. Gotcha.
1: Oh, see, I love the interpersonal stuff, too. I like both. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like if I just get too much of one or the other, then like, if I got too much personal drama, I would be bored. Honestly, that was part of the reason why I thought season two was a little better, was they kind of stepped up the space drama yeah. and, and kind of. Play down the personal drama. A bit. I thought there was too much personal drama in the first season. Ah. It's like I don't, I don't, so you, I don't give a shit enough about these people for this much melodrama. So you <laughs> like the story-driven part? Excellent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I would say
3: the person the problem I had with the personal drama in season <laughs> one was that sometimes there wasn't advancement it would be episode after episode of them dealing with the same issues in Especially season two Dr. Smith yes in season two there's still a lot of personal drama but it's n- almost every two episodes we're swapping out all our problems and and what we're angsting about and what we're stressing about is different than what it was before and it I feel like there's more momentum there's, there's more dyna- dynamic to it and I, I don't get bored what do you with think them about whining the science about this adjacent problem stuff. or that.
1: Well hold on. Before we move on, I do want to mention one last thing though. I think a testament of a really good show is can it well, one testament of a really good show is do I ever have a really large emotional reaction? And I will say in that second season, when it looked like the dad was going to die, and that for a second I thought they might actually do it. <laughs> I got about actually. The well. Yeah, Yeah, I got actually emotionally upset because I was like, are they actually going to kill this motherfucker? (laughs) And the scene where she starts describing what will happen if he dies was really well done because I was like, holy shit, I will freely acknowledge I was on the verge of tears because I was like, yeah, because that might actually happen. She is speaking truth. If you die, this is things that I believe might happen. (laughs) <laughs> you know, as a as a quick aside,
0: that's why I like season 2 more than season 1 It's because the family is where they is where they should have started, not, you know, because they start fractured and all pissy and useless and they should Ooh. have started as this group family, of man. capable individuals that gave a shit about each other. Right? Because that's
3: Which where is you what get... you would expect. See, I like them starting
0: fractured. I just thought
3: they took too long to pull together in season one. I would have crank mm. rolled that back several episodes earlier, uh, that they that they get their shit together. I like um, the
1: argument of I see what you're saying, Patrick, but I like that they grew to that. It's the yeah. it's that first season of Farscape. The first Horse half the of the part. first season of Farscape is not as fun as the rest but i like the fact that you see them as people that don't necessarily even like each other and they grow to the group that are like yeah, closely bonded. The problem
2: bonded. with that is those people have never met each other. Fair <laughs> enough. These people have grown together for years.
1: I I, I agree. Like if it, if if they it had made it the way Patrick is saying, i'm not saying that that would've been like i hate this show because they've done that. I'm just yeah. saying I, d- I don't have as much of a problem with it because I think I see what they were trying to do, and I don't have a problem with that.
2: But I now, mean on the other hand, I don't know if you guys have siblings or not, but there have been times in my life where my sibling mm-hmm. was the person I'd like to Dr. Smith. <laughs> right. <laughs> I
1: have a brother that I haven't spoken to in some time. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> we all have
0: siblings. I don't want to watch the show about me and my brother. <laughs> I want to watch the show about being in fucking space and dealing with space trouble. Not right. that I don't yeah. like my brother. <laughs> well, now, I feel, that like, little, I feel yeah. like we're getting. I, I feel like we're getting back shit? to this, like like Penny's uh, issues with her mom, like liking the other kids because they're more, they're yes. smarter than she. Like, fine. I thought I will that was allow well That I thought that was, right? yeah, I thought that was reasonable, right? But not that was this. Well fuck you! I hate you. Why, oh, fuck you! I hate you. Why are you traveling into space together then?
2: <laughs> so so
1: I'll tell you why Earth I think you dying. actually die. <laughs> I'll tell you why I think you were more okay with that one than the other one is they didn't beat it over your head, but it also didn't come out of nowhere. Like I thought that was cool and they actually showed that there was a like When you look at the first season and you see the way Peony was in the first season, it does actually make sense that she might have that hang-up. But also, after they brought up that hang-up, it wasn't every story was about that. Right. They just brought it up, they showed that she might have this hang-up, and then they just kind of moved on.
2: (laughs) Right, but then it never came up again. You know anyone that's, like, afraid of flying and it affects them one time, or... They're well, it, claustrophobic and it hits them just once. That's not quite the same thing, right? Because that's an irrational
0: fear. She felt like her mother didn't love her because she wasn't smart like her siblings. And they addressed it. They talked over it and they're like, look, you are different than your siblings. That doesn't mean that I love you any less. Right. right. It's Be-
2: going to come up again, though.
0: It it will. It, but that's, okay, it might it come did. up again. It did, though. Judy brought it up. She's like. You know, oh well, gee, if only I was smarter. Like, no, no, no. You got Doctor Smith to do a good thing. None of us right. could do that. So that's like
1: she, that's your interesting. All right,
2: I'll give you that. I didn't uh, I'll also remember say, that.
1: I'll also say that, and this is what I thought it was well written: is her concerns were not completely unfounded. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I actually like the fact that the mother did admit. Okay, you're not wrong. I hadn't actually read the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I thought that was cool. So, I thought it was cool that her fears were not unfounded. It's yeah. kind of like my opinion on a quiet place. I actually love the fact that the daughter's hang-up about her dad is not completely wrong. Oh, yeah, no, I can see how she would think that. <laughs> yeah. 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 She did she did kill her brother.
0: That's that's all yeah. her fault. No,
1: she she absolutely did. And here's the thing. I like the fact that the movie, while he loves his daughter does show, he does kind of blame her for that. (laughs) I, I thought that was cool. <laughs> I will say, I think you get more...
3: I, I got a huge emotional kick out of seeing the family pull together because I, they'd earned it, because they started out broken and they had to get their shit together. I felt a lot more energy when they. you do see them pulling together. I think that made those scenes more satisfying. I also loved every little moment that they chose to drop in the classic um, uh, Lost in Space theme. Those were yeah. like some of the amazing moments in the film. Very
0: well- chosen those, not too much not too little they were very the
3: much production was very moments. good
0: yeah I like the updates to the Jupiter and the chariot I got a big kick oh out of yeah, those
3: yeah gorgeous production design
1: yeah I also liked the uh the fact that in this version dr. Smith wasn't constantly manipulating will he she was actually she actually very rarely manipulates will she does yes. once and a very important point but yeah. most of the time she's actually manipulating everyone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I thought that was a nice touch that it's not just all about Doctor Smith manipulating one person because that one person is gullible. No, we're all a little bit gullible. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway,
2: uh, Doctor Smith. Well.
0: <laughs> so best character award goes to Doctor
1: Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He has Damn some right. Brown glass in her. I like to call it the Guy's Baltar Award. <laughs>
2: If Dr. Smith ever ends up on my escape vehicle as we're leaving the planet, it's going to be a short ride for her.
0: Well, it or makes it really better, Steve. At the beginning of season 2, I was like, "Come on, John, you're a you're a soldier. You of all people understand, sometimes you just got to put a bullet in somebody and be done with it." So, yes. I'm amazed that you are maintaining this person for 6 months in a brig. We should go for a walk We've already established
2: That space is dangerous Exactly and accidents happen All the time
0: I took Dr. Smith To try and get some water happen. And uh, now, you know, a wave came up And there was like A a shark
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know we, What the fuck it was yeah, I don't know it's, I barely made why it did she,
2: I know she's on the manifest But you know uh,
1: so I just have one question you About your saying? story Why does everything Below your waist Covered in blood
2: <laughs> yeah, Well I tried to save her I did my best there's an image but, I didn't uh, That on. bitch took my Snickers and you know it's the last one I'm ever going to get.
0: You know I've been searching no I've been searching Snickers, space for a Twinkie and she blew up the last fucking Twinkie so you know I don't know where the I don't know where the fuck she is now. Well,
3: Smith would not blow up the last drink she would it. steal it and eat it. <laughs> it's the, uh, and also, she would trade also, it for
2: something she really wants.
1: And if you're going to go with this particular franchise, you've got to stick with its own continuity. It's Oreos. Ah, yes,
0: yes, fair enough. That's true. Fair
1: enough.
2: Well, we have a continuity of our own. It's jagged and misshapen, and you can find it on our website, which is SciShow you know about all the things if you've been listening this far. We're glad to have you here. Thank you. You can leave us a review if you'd like to help out. It does, believe it or not, help out the show. And, uh, you know, throw us a a couple of stars there. Tell people you heard it. Until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick.
0: This is Brian. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger! Fucking knew you low-hanging fruit taking asshole.
2: I knew it.
1: <laughs> I think the title of this episode should be "Low-Fragging Low Low-Hanging Ass Fruit Asshole." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Put "ass" in there twice. Low ass fruit ass hanging ass. <laughs>